Hi, welcome to Reaction Shots for the month of October. And if you're uh, listening to or watching this on the day it went public, it is Friday the 13th. The best day. Whoa. I'm streaming Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. It's going to be jolly. Jolly. I'm going to kill some fellow patrons. Yeah. Classic. (laughs) Yeah. The dream. (laughs) Yep. No. Um, Anyway, we are joined today by Sophia Harris. Hello. And of course, Michael Huber, co host. Sophia, you're a big fan of horror movies, are you not? I love them more than a lot of things in life. Yeah. Yeah. Do you love them more than you love Overwatch? Ooh. <laughs> that's like that's like Sophie's choice right there. Okay. I can't choose. The Halloween event in Overwatch, though. Oh, kind yeah. of the best. Uh, uh, best of both worlds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the twain have met. I, um, yeah, no, I couldn't choose. I couldn't choose. But you've been a lifelong <laughs> fan of horror I have, yes. And you're currently studying phlegm. I'm studying phlegm. Nice. Phlegm. Phlegm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, let's kick things off. Before we get into the topic for this month, uh, let's let's do a little what have you liked recently. Hubert, have you liked anything recently? Saw a couple movies. I think you're going to probably bring those up. Oh, yeah? Um, I know you're not going to bring this up. The Dodgers. Oh. (laughs) That's what I've been enjoying. What what is what is that? It is understand. the playoffs right now? Oh. October baseball. So that's why I love October because it has Halloween and the MLB playoffs. Right. They usually last, they last all month. Uh huh. Dodgers just won the first round. Okay. I was at one of the games. It was electric. Ooh. You know, just that vibing, that vibe of like sitting there around complete strangers rooting for the same thing when the Dodgers do well. Just like loving embrace with complete strangers. Like a full on good. hug? Full on hugs, <laughs> full on high fives, like sharing the emotion, sharing the highs, also sharing the lows, you know, just getting intense. I like that you acted out highs and lows. Yeah. Just- <laughs> I Love can it. feel it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Felt I can it. appreciate that. So, that sounds lovely. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah. Anything else that's been on your mind? <sighs> been on my mind. Um, ba, ba, ba. No, I just think uh, some movies, you know. I'll, I'll throw one of a Mother. Have yeah. we talked about Mother yet? Uh, we haven't. We, we saw Mother. Yes. I loved Mother, yeah? surprisingly. I was, uh, I didn't know what to expect. I like Aronofsky. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I, I didn't see his last one, Noah. Neither did yeah, I. Dumb. Yeah. But I love all of his movies, The Wrestler, Black Swan, all of them. Yeah. Um I really really liked this movie. I went in completely blind. Uh-huh. Uh didn't know anything about it, which I think is a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. I think people if they know what it is going in, I think that'll Right. I don't think it'll necessarily ruin the movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, true. Uh, I'm eager to talk uh, in detail about I want to do uh, I think we should do a spoiler yeah. mode on Mother I think just because so. I yeah. think it would be really interesting <laughs> I just saw something sure. about Scorsese coming out did you see this no. so last year when Scorsese did Silence he didn't see any movies just he saw zero he was like so busy oh. with the movies uh, he came out and he was just raving about Mother so really? one of his favorite movies of all time <laughs> he was just freaking out about it just how well it was made and I, yeah. yeah, I mean the main thing about Mother that I like is that you cannot, you can't call that movie gutless. Yeah, like, it takes some chances. Yes, it, it goes there. Yeah, and it's, not, it's a, not afraid to be weird. Yep, it's not a bad movie either when you think about the the technicalities of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh like, my god, how it's well it's made. Yeah. yeah, everything is well made. I, I I love 
loving and hating it. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, it's. Uh, I just want to talk about it all the time. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I I knew I loved it because two days later. Yeah. I was thinking about it intensely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've yeah. I've been having like big old discussions with multiple people. And yeah. I saw it like weeks ago or yeah. whatever. Two weeks ago. One week ago. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah. Sophia, what have you liked recently? Well, I was gonna say mother-ish and have all that things, but um, I mean Blade Runner. Yeah. Obviously, Blade Runner yeah. was incredible. Uh, I actually hadn't seen the first one, and I saw the first one literally before we went to see the second one. Nice. So I yeah. saw them in a row, Marathon. and then we saw the the short the things shorts. that I saw before it, and it was just like a day of Blade Running. Yeah. I guess it was an experience. Yeah, and, for and, sure. You know, looking past the first ones, um, you know, misogynistic Rapiness. undertones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of issues with the first one. I think if I'd seen this ten years ago, I had a different. But you know, give it. I just like I was like, oh, this is yeah. uncomfortable, yeah, yeah. but I understand it. Mm. But I don't know. I like movies where I can just freeze frame and put on my wall. And this movie had so many of those moments where it just you could just press pause, and it's yeah, yeah. a beautiful twenty forty nine. You're talking about. What? The original or 2049? I would I mean, both. Yeah. I mean, both have those moments. But definitely, I think this one, because of the, you know, the colors were so, yeah. you know, technology. Roger Deakins. Yes. One of the prettiest movies I've ever Woo! seen. Yeah. Roger Deakins, no and Academy Award yet. And really? Also, yeah. What? Ever? Yeah. Ever. What? That's what my friend told me. The, have not confirmed. What? He's like, dude, he has, doesn't have an Oscar yet. What? Crazy. He shot. He has shot literally like every good movie. Yeah, like every Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, and yeah, it's wow. crazy. What is happening? Yeah, technically not every. Not every. Oscar's so rigged. A lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Rigged. Uh, anything else that you liked recently? You don't have to have anything else. I don't know. Baby Driver was a long time ago. I guess. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Yeah. Baby Driver's good. Baby Driver's good, good. But it was a long time ago. But yeah, yeah. it was a fun I mean, one. Yeah. Besides that, I mean, it's TV-wise, I'm intrigued by American Horror Story. This season American is pretty Horror wild. Story. It's pretty wild. I'm I haven't seen the news one, but like, yeah, it is. It's pretty. I don't know. I mean, it's like with those with American Horror Story. You, I feel like you can't really know if you like it or not until the end. Mm, That's yeah. like the last episode. Then you're like, yeah. did I like make it or, or not? Make or break. Right. Yeah, make or break. <laughs> yeah. How so, did this shake out? Like the last season, that broke it. Was the last part. I was like, nope, it's done. I never but this saw one, it. yeah, you shouldn't just yeah, okay. see the first episodes and then you're like, yeah, it's fine. But uh, this one might be interesting. I'm. I'm. In, I'm it's it's yeah. pretty great, and it's like so rooted in right now, like mm-hmm. politics yes. and stuff. Like a Real lot of world. horror yeah. things are. Ah, we'll yep. probably get into that. Yeah. Uh, Have you guys watched Handmaid's Tale yet? No, not oh Handmaid's Tale. Oh my gosh, too. guys! I know, I know. I don't have <laughs> you Hulu. Too. You too. You too. You need to like sit down and just binge it. The whole I gotta thing. get up. On I don't know Hulu. if you'll be able to binge it because each episode, you just want to like gouge your eyes out after. Right. Nice. Oh my gosh, <laughs> brutal show. Watch it. I'm excited for Chance to come back also on Hulu. Maybe I should just get a subscription again. Um, yeah, I mean, I obviously I love Blade Runner. Uh, I think we should do a spoiler mode on that too. Uh, 2049. Yes. I, I have lots of things to say about Blade Runner. Um, but oh man, that movie took me away. Not without its issues. Mm-hmm. Mo- not in the filmmaking, but mostly in the story and and its treatment of certain yeah. stuff but like mm. i think that technically that movie is just out of control out of control and oh, ryan man. gosling is like the best robot 
Oh yeah, like, yeah, it's it perfect. Was perfect. Perfect. Gossing casting. anything. Yeah. Gossing anything. I'm a Gossing fanboy. Me too. Just love the man. I like Baby Goose. <laughs> uh, they need to make a Star Wars. I even movie. like his band. His band is great. <laughs> I've heard Dead Man's cool. Bones. Yeah, it's like weird, like indie goth rock. Whoa. With the I think the like Silver Lake Children's Choir in yeah. like all of it. I'm a sucker for choirs. Yeah. Listen love to love a good <laughs> choir in a song. Listen I'm always to, like, yeah. Uh, all right. Listen to Lose Your Soul by. Dead Man's Bones, or I think it's called Power or Pa Pa Power, maybe. Definitely, I think it's Pa. Uh, it might be called Pa Pa Power, but um, Power. That's what they do in the song. Do you anyway, want to see them make a Star Wars movie? Who? Villeneuve and oh, like Deacons. Danny Villeneuve. Danny Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Yeah. Do you want to see him make Star Wars? Yeah, man. Sure. How crazy would have that him be? do whatever he wants? Well, he's doing Dune next. Oh, yeah, I know. When I heard that, I almost insanity. like fell over. Yeah. Like my <laughs> friends told me that, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? Also, the Annihilation trailer? Mm. Yes. Come on. Mm-hmm. I read Great. those books. Love those yeah. books. Alex Garland directing this Annihilation movie. Hoo-wee! That's going to be cool. I am excited. Uh, as far as things that I've liked that haven't been mentioned, uh saw the pilot episode of The Gifted the other day. It's still on my DVR. I Cheesy as hell. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's a Fox TV show. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the X-Men... Like the mutant metaphor has never been more thinly veiled in oh. all history. Like, yeah. which I think is actually good. It's okay. interesting, you know. The premise is like these two human parents with their two mutant kids, you know. For sure, yeah. And it's very much just like, oh, my kids are gay. Like, what do we do? You know, like, yeah. uh, you know. So I, I enjoyed that. I only saw yeah. the beginning, and then we watched part of uh, the Inhumans. Yes, episode I one. Still. Oh cannot get through God. the first two hours. I've, I watched. I watched, I watched it in like twenty three minutes times. of it. I watched twenty minutes of it. Yeah. Oh man, it was wow. bad. Yeah. Whoo! Like I immediately terrible. It. Yeah. Immediately like so the bad. worst. I'm just so glad I like dodged it. Oh yeah. The worst. Oh thing. man. The worst thing. Heavens. I I've never seen it. anything so bad. I'm not even. I'm not even yeah. kidding. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It's around. like how is this possible? Yeah. I just it's realized so I have another highlight. I watched Zombies. The oh. other day. What is it? Zombies on Netflix. Zombies. It's about a zoo it. where the animals become zombies. It's on Netflix. Zombies. See it. Zombies. It's so. It's a movie or a show? It's a movie. It's a movie. And listen to this. It has a flash game on its website. Oh. That's like the Big perfect stuff. bad, Sorry, perfect Big bad st- movie. <laughs> it's excellent. It's, it's so good. I oh. Um. <laughs> good bad movie. Sick. But yeah, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Mother. Worth a watch. Good stuff. Zumbies. Uh, the, that Zumbies. theater experience, you know, that's oh, what I really yeah. want to drive home with Mother Dude. and Blade Runner is like so many people these days saying theater is dead, you know, oh, cinema's yeah. dead, cinema's nope. going down to subscription, Netflix, TV shows are the best. Mm-hmm. You know, TV shows, obviously, we're in the golden age right now, but uh-huh. the yeah. theater vibe of seeing both of those was yeah, on a, on unmatched. Next level. And I mm-hmm. think that comes from the thing that uh, filmmakers now know that they need to bring this the cinematic back to movies in order yeah. to get people to not do Netflix it's like okay yeah. it has to look big it has to sound like you discussed earlier about sound design like uh-huh. it's so important now because that's what attracts people yeah. not just a good yeah. movie yeah I've noticed the movie Ian I, I mm-hmm. thought to myself I thought of you and I was like I wonder if he's, he thought the same thing, this movie could be louder than John Wick 2. Oh, I thought, immediately I thought the <laughs> yes. same thing. I thought yes. of you, too. I thought of you. I was, yes. like, I, was like, I was like, this is John Wick 2 level of loud. Yeah. But, like, so the loud. funny yeah. thing is, like, it's just the music track. Like, yeah. Yeah. all of a sudden, so many synths will happen to you. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, I don't know if I've told this anecdote before, but like when the movie started, I love synths, but when the movie started, it has just a shot of that eyeball and then like just this wall of synth hits yeah. you. I almost started crying, like legitimately. I was just like, oh my God, yeah, you know, I'm excited about Blade Runner, but also just synths. Oof. Would you like to stare at your synths? I do. I look at my synths from time to time. I've been thinking about just the Teenage Engineering them. OP1 almost constantly for three weeks. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's, Me a, it's a little synth. It's a it costs $1,000. How much? 1000 1000 uh, Anyway. Big uh, purchase. <laughs> All right, so horror, dread, suspicion, forces beyond our control. Spooky, spooky. From arrival at a train of a train at the station by the Lumiere brothers when people like thought the train was going to oh, hit them. Yeah. To freaks to chapter 35 of Friday the 13th. <laughs> horror has had a long and storied cinematic history. <laughs> And we're here to just kind of dish. Kind of dish. We're just about gonna it. dish about it. Excellent, it's, it's bro. <laughs> Zombieleable. Oh, um, <laughs> did it. And yeah, I mean, I got called out in the comments about this. Uh, you know, No Country for Old Men is not a horror movie. Blood oh. Simple would probably have been yeah. a little more horrific. But like, if you think about it, you know, the Coen Brothers don't exactly do horror. They do Correct. existential dread. Yeah. yeah. In almost all of their movies. It's a thriller. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had to tie last month's to this month's podcast somehow. Why not? Why not? Why, Why not just, go with uh, maybe my, you know. Double dip on the Coens. Opinion Never of go the wrong. Best, best <laughs> film, one of the best films ever made. Like, yeah. No Country for Old Men. Nearly, basically perfect. Pretty much. As, as perfect as human beings may be capable of achieving. Pretty cinematically. much. Cinematically. The, yeah. uh... Bloodborne Witcher year of uh, oh yeah, you know that and there will be blood. Is it Bloodborne and Witcher two thousand seven? Yep, out of control. Anyway, out of control. Uh, yeah, but you know, whatever. Horror <laughs> movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're writing it. You're throwing it in there. We're throwing it in there. Yeah. It's so great. be it. It's linked. Yeah. There you go. It's done. We're fine. He's kind of like a like a Jason Voorhees killer. Yeah, you know, Anton Chigurh. He's he, like the bubonic plague. He's a monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Anyway, I buy it. I buy. I it. I buy it. I bought it from the start. Yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so the first question uh, that I asked in our discussion topic, which is available to patrons at the seven dollars or more tier. Oh nice my god. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to start it off. I asked, um, are horror films all metaphors, or sometimes is a kill just a kill? Because Huber likes intimate kills. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the genre. What do you mean? I think that uh, different different genres mean different things in different horror. Uh, Like like. there are certain there are certain genres of certain type of horror movies that are a reflection of what happens in society at the time. And like um, after 9-11, there were this big wave of zombie-related movies. And then in the 50s, with nuclear war, there were all the big monster movies. Like there are yeah, certain, radiation. certain genres reflect what's happening. And like now we see all these home invasion movies and, you know, The Purge and it's all politics. So I think it, it varies. But then you have very gory movies where it's just for the fun of it. I feel like shock. Yeah, it's shock value. It's like we want the person to be tense and mm-hmm. to get that good tense feeling yeah. that horror sometimes provides. Yeah. So I think it, I think it depends. Sometimes or like you know, uh, Rob Zombie's movies, which are all totally. it's entertaining, it's fun, it's, you know, silly. It's yeah. it's making fun of, you know, the excessive type of gore. So I think it, I think it depends on the genre really. 
But um, yeah, there can either be a lot of things to see in it, or it can be yeah. Let's just let's just have fun, like dead snow, just Nazi zombies. Yeah. Let's just have fun with it, you know. Yeah. Anytime yeah. you got Nazi zombies, it's probably just like. Hey, we're just, we're just killing some zombies. There's probably going to yeah. be more of those now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, but Dead Zombies did it first. Nor- Norway did it first. I just want to put that Wasn't Dead there. Snow Norwegian? Yep. Oh, you mean Dead Snow did it first? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There was a mo- Technically, there was a movie in like the 60s, but we, we just forget about yeah, that fine. one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Technicality. Steven C.T. had a good comment that I thought I could I could chuck in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Chucky? as being afraid runs the gamut of surprise and worry to complete terror and existential dread, horror films are able to cover a wide swath of complex emotions that we actively try to avoid in the real world. Truly great horror is able to combine these primal feelings with deep characters and intellectual stories that allow us to experience horrific events like physical or emotional brutality or extreme mental illness in a visceral but safe manner. Sometimes, too, the more realistic a horror movie strives to be, the deeper a level of fear and discomfort it can potentially induce. Think Green Room or Silence of the Lambs or Psycho are made all the more terrifying not because of some unknown or supernatural force, but because the events depicted have the potential to actually happen in reality. I just, I like that. Because it, it, it basically says, like, the main thing of, like, the question of, that I probably should have asked is, why do people like horror? Mm. Is it because yeah. we can experience the fear of death in a safe way? You know, get that primal jolt. I like to be freaked out. Yeah. I like the release. Just during the movie or all the time? You like I gotta prepare, you know. The right. horror movies are really the only yeah. time when I go to the movie theater nervous. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the only genre, you know, and, and that that nervous tension. And you know, I love seeing horror movies with an audience mm-hmm. in a in a packed house or you just a like a like. I really like seeing horror movies, uh, the midnight shows, or like when right when they come out, yeah. because you get those people that are on the same page, willing to drop their guard, right. willing to buy into anything that the yeah. movie's gonna throw at them. Uh, so I just I just love the nervous tension, and mm-hmm. you know, that makes me feel. Seen. Oh, coffee or Coca Cola down. That makes oh me feel God. seen, Huber, because I didn't know you got scared. Oh my gosh, I get <laughs> so nervous. You got so nervous, you spilled my Coke. I yeah. freak out. My God. Look what happened to my notes. Oh. Your notes are very but, throwing me back to college. See, this is what I did in this is history class. I, in history class, I made all the horror genres. I made a little chart. Dude. I know. Slasher, there we go. Yeah, that's the best one. And I like categorized them all into like the different under genres and everything. I'm so good. I'm a nerd and I like it. It's fun. Paranormal. It's the one thing I forgot. Yeah. I think there are five. There are five genres, in my opinion, of horror. You forgot one very important one. Which one? Body horror. That's exactly what I said. I put it under splatter. I put it under splatter. All right, sure. Yeah. It works. Speaking of body horror, (laughs) Samuel Cardwell mentioned Alien and the Fly. (laughs) I actually overlooked body horror as well when (laughs) I was writing the prompt. Uh, Body horror, stuff like Cronenberg, is an amazing metaphorical tool because, I mean... What's scarier than your own body turning against you? Yes. And and you can use it as an analog for coming of age, pregnancy, dying, S- STDs. illness, STDs. Do you yep. guys think that like the human centipede would be part of that too? 
Oh yeah. Oh, somebody. Like, I mean, that's like, like yeah. a that's like also kind of an exploitative, uh, mm-hmm. whatever the ho- whatever hostile is like that kind of like yeah. shock horror. The first human I'd put that in torture, is torture mm. horror for sure. Torture. torture porn, yeah. Yeah. I wanted that movie out of my mind when I saw it. I'm gonna it. hit this again. It's like, get out of here. Because it's behind the mic, I can't oh, see okay, it. Okay, okay. That's okay. what happened. No, and I, I, I mean, that goes back to like with body horror too, like what we were talking about, like why people watch horror. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's a very psychological experience, and like it's sort of that um, primal human experience of wanting or like. The instinct of I want to learn how to survive through the experiences I have and others. Like when you watch a horror movie, often you think, "Well, I would have done that." And I go left, yeah. go left. Yeah, and like by right. the end of it, you're like, "I would have survived that because I just do this and this and this." So it's like you're like challenging yourself mm-hmm. to not just experience it but survive it. I feel like yeah. that's that's me at least when I go into horror. I'm like, well, I would have managed to do that. Like I automatically <laughs> think those things without nice. even realizing, you know, like. Yeah, watching Scream, I'm like, don't go there, don't yeah. do this, what are you doing? And like, oh, yeah. oh that ghost, I just run away. Like, you keep thinking all the things, and yeah. Morgan Mahala uh, challenged us to think of three character names from the Scream movie. Casey, Dewey, and Sydney. Okay, oh. there you go. <laughs> all right. Next. I was like, Courtney Cox, yeah. uh, Drew Barrymore. Cotton Weary. Yeah. <laughs> I really like Scream. What do you mean the point of being like, it's it's... It's like they're not like because they're not characters. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I just I like Scream a lot. Uh, I, Scream I is a ten out of ten. I like Scream. Scream is good. The faculty love the faculty. The faculty. About the faculty. Like uh, faculty is hilarious and good. It's the best. Josh Hartnett will forever remind me of pulling a paper cutter off yes. of like I, every time I see a paper oh, cutter yeah, yeah. for the rest <laughs> of my life breaks it off. The faculty weapon. Yeah, yeah man, that so movie's good. hilarious. I love it. Uh that movie's got a lot of jump scares in it. Yeah. Let's talk about jump scares because I hate jump scares. Yeah, you do. I'm a I'm a scaredy cat, but here's I love like cosmic horror and madness horror things like The Ninth Gate where you're like slowly making the choice to descend or like mm-hmm. anything like that. Mother to a certain extent, like yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I just get annoyed with jump scares for sure. But I know you like them. You like them, right? I'm cool with them in moderation. You know, mm-hmm. I yeah. don't need some ridiculous. Like I think of What Lies Beneath. Oh yeah, with Harrison oh, Ford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's like 45. There's like a yeah. thousand of it's them. Like stop. You know, anytime I re- anyone goes by a mirror or yeah. water, the yeah. the, the, the medicine cabinet. Oh, come on, God, like, like any, every yeah. time. Anytime anyone opens up a medicine cabinet, I'm freaking yeah. out. You're like, but yeah. I, yeah. I love those moments too. When you think it's coming, or when you even know it's coming, right? And just that feeling, mm-hmm. you know. I always bring my hooded sweatshirt in, and I just get behind, and I'm freaking out. But then when they yeah. have the restraint to fake you out, right? And then just, you know, not even the fake out, oh, and then get you, right? Just this fake no, the, yeah. we're not like doing the it. fake out, <laughs> like the fake out, but also uh, the jump scares. They're so well done that even when you know they're coming, they still get you. Oh I think gosh. of. Uh, the dumpster guy from uh, Mulholland Drive. Mm-hmm. I think of the top of the stairs from Psycho, yeah. uh, the the original Psycho, not the weird remake. Yeah. Uh, it's just something about the timing. You're like waiting for it the whole time, and it still yeah. catches you off guard. Mm-hmm. That's because they're following the recipe. Sophia's I, I formulated a, a recipe. I have a theory. I remember Tell talking. Us your recipe. I talked with a I forget his name, some Norwegian film director about it. Like the perfect. First of all, you can't use a lot of jump scares because that ruins the effect of it. Totally. Them. Um, but I think there are three ingredients to it. Like the first thing is 
you show the audience something normal, but obviously you know it's okay. Let's say it's a haunted doll. Okay, that's always like so Annabelle. Person, yeah, person's yeah. in a room. You show the audience the doll. Everything's you know it's not normal. Something's gonna happen, but to you and the character, it's a normal thing. And then you make that normal thing do something extraordinary. You make it disappear. You make it move. So you're like on edge. You're yeah. like, okay, now something happened. But it's still like, or like, or it's disappeared. So you start looking or whatever. And that second one is like how far you push it. The further you push it, the more on edge people will be. Mm-hmm. And then you have like, not just a fake one, but like, okay, I'm going to look in the closet, open the door, nothing there. Maybe they go lay in bed. And they turn around, nothing there. So you're still like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going it's to happen. It's coming. And then they turn the other way around, and that's when they're there. And yeah. that's, I think, is a good jump scare. Just, I think, a lot of the new horror movies jump over those two, setting them up. Mm-hmm. So right. they just do the mirror. Or they just do, like, it It skips us knowing it. And, like, I was thinking about this yesterday. Like, one of my favorite jump scares is from Lord of the Rings. With Bilbo. Oh, yeah, when his face yeah. goes. Oh, Marley, my gosh. Because you just do oh. not see it coming. Because you've oh, man. seen him. You see him. And, like, but, and it also, like, and he's the jump acting kind of freaky. Yeah. And then the jump scare tells you something about his character. It mm-hmm. explains, yeah. you know, why he is like this. So it's a jump scare with intention, I think. Am I moving? Just get a little closer. Freaks me right out. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that's such a good, like, an example, I guess, of... Of using the jump scare and like you gotta sh- you gotta show people it you gotta be real have a relationship with the thing that's gonna do something to make you jump. Well, and it's motivated in the because that's the thing that gets me with jump scares a lot is that I end up just getting like angry, like irritated, yeah. Yeah. because they're they're senseless. They don't serve yeah. any purpose. Whereas that jump scare and spe- and uh, specifically uh, from Lord of the Rings is we're feeling as afraid of. Bilbo as uh, Frodo is yeah. in that moment because oh. of yeah. that, you know, it pulls us in. It's experiential. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the strangers, oh boy, one of the freakiest movies ever. Oh, gives man. the the jump scares when they bang on the door. Yeah, gives concept context yeah. to how quiet things are. How. Yeah. You know how intense it is that someone is coming or knocking on the door. It's giving space to the house, right? Which yeah. is really valuable. Outside the window, like a constant fear. Mm-hmm. Growing up, we my my growing up home had a lot of windows, and it was always a fear that this one of these days someone's watching. Someone's gonna be out yeah. there. Oh boy! God, it's and that's like the the most scary. I think of all the the evils and all the genres is the one where it's like it's it's so evil you're not gonna see it. Like Blair mm-hmm. Witch, it's like it's like the ultimate evil. We're never gonna see it. We're never gonna be able to. But we know that they are seeing us or they are seeing right. the characters, so they are running away and doing all this. That's the kind of horror things. for me that that gets its claws in and doesn't let go. Is like mm-hmm. the things that like ghosts or or whatever, where it's like. This is beyond my comprehension, and even if I were in that situation, there's pretty much nothing I could do to stop it. Like, yeah. there's no The recourse. demons are getting you. Right. You're going yeah. down. Demons, though, have rules. It's like, you just get a priest or whatever. Yeah, you gotta get a priest. Sprinkle some holy water and you're fine. Call Ghosts Constantine. Are just like, what are, what are you gonna do? <laughs> nothing? Okay. Aliens are like, alright, uh, you're just gonna kill me? Yeah. Like, water. What? You're from science. Oh, right. So just you just pour some, some water, water and you're fine. Yeah, wrong planet, <laughs> moron. Uh, the uh, the weird thing, too, is like serial killer movies, even though those should be the scariest. To me, they're the scariest. Because they I could happen. Too. Uh-huh. Yeah. But like, I while I'm Los watching Angeles. them, they don't scare me as much. I'm terrified of that happening in real life. Yeah. You know? 
I mean, we live in LA. You know, you're oh, not yeah. freaked. Someone's gonna like just oh, kick I'm down your door. all the time. Sarah Connor. I'm afraid that future robots are gonna come and shoot me three times. Yeah. Uh, shoots like I'm, nine I'm just, times. I'm just lost for words. I don't, I don't know if I'm at all. I was gonna say yeah. I think slasher is so scary too, but I think it's the. I think I wrote down like the redneck type slasher where you know hills of eyes or the devil's rejects where mm. you're in the middle of nowhere yeah i love those Breakdown. but i hate the fact that they're always these tropes they're so cliche like my phone isn't working oh we're just gonna stay put and wait for the police and the police yeah. in horror movies police are always useless they, or they're they, in they, on they it are, yeah they're right. just they're just not doing or people are just not calling them they're like i'm gonna call my boyfriend it's like okay we'll call the police or you know yeah i just yeah i, th- I love i love a lot of horror movies in like the slasher genre but they're just fun, I feel like, mostly. They're yeah, mostly exactly. just fun. It's a good time, you know? Jason Voorhees is an artist. I enjoy yeah. watching him work. Yeah, it's exactly. basically as simple as it is. I think he's killed... He's The, the most. The he's most. number one. Yeah, it's like over 100, right? Yep. Yeah. Over 100 on-screen kills. Yep. Jason Voorhees. And, yeah. uh, like, very, very... Wait, ca- not counting the first one, though? Not counting number it's one. it's not him. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I think and I he has that. very few repeat kills as well. He's a man of variety. Oh, like, like he that. doesn't do the same... <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, let's talk about the thing. Let's. I like John Carpenter. I love John Carpenter, and uh, you know, we'll just use this as kind of a dr- jumping-off point for discussing specifics. But uh, the thing is one of my favorite movies, just at all, but mm-hmm. one of my favorite horror movies because it just has. It's got it all, except of course for women. But um, <laughs> that's true. You know, it's got Norwegians in it too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it has one of my favorite just film tropes of starting at the end of a previous adventure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like these Norwegian one. guys in their helicopter trying to shoot a dog. You're yeah, like, what are these guys up By the to? Way, yeah, it might just have been. <laughs> yeah, might just have been me. But that when he talked Norwegian, I was like, "Where the hell are you from?" Oh yeah, where in Norway? Sophia's Norwegian. By yeah, the I'm way. Norwegian. It sounded really weird to me. But, um, Why? What is, was it wrong? No, no, no. He said the words right, but his dialect was very... I don't know if it was an actor learning Norwegian uh, or maybe like a Swedish or Danish person. What did he? Do you remember what he said? No, it was. I don't remember. Oh. But it was like, he's not a dog or something. Oh, it's not a dog. It's yeah, dog. something like that. It's and it was, it was just it's like, I had a hard time hearing what he said, you know? And, and like I was like, I, I should be able to just hear and be like, yeah, that's what he said. They got to mix those synths down a little bit. Yeah, Carpenter, you know. <laughs> Carpenter, cool it off. Cool it off. <laughs> You're in the Antarctic. <laughs> cool it off. Uh, but yeah, man, this movie's like paced well. It's got a simple, direct concept. It's got yeah. Kurt Russell. It's got Kurt Russell. His hair. His hair. It's beautiful. It's so good. Especially considering the climate. That it managed to stay that beautiful. Yeah, it's Kurt Russell. He's Give me lion's man. Well, he's all covered nice half the time too. He probably uses papaya in his hair. Mm. I heard that's the thing. The ice probably locks in the moisture. Mm, so moist. We're ready for a new thing. You know, not that reboot that happened a little while ago. We need. No. You know, they they keep sequelizing because cool they. Switched at the last minute from practical effects to CG for something. Yeah. I never saw it. They're, they're sequelizing, you know, Predator and all mm-hmm. these movies and, and I mean, that's Terminator. Let's get Kurt Russell back in action. Yeah. You know? I, I think they're, well, yeah, I think the reason it, it aged so well is because of the practical effects. Like yep. that, I love that. That's why I like the, the Evil Dead remake. Oh my gosh! Because yeah. it was all practical effects, pretty much. Yeah, they used like I tons even and tons of blood. Consider going to see that. The oh, remake was, was good. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. so scary. Good remake. Yeah. God, I was I was horrified. But yeah, it was yeah because it kept it did it dodged that whole um, 
trope of like we're stuck in the cabin because they had yeah. a reason to be there, which yep. was great. And also like yeah, it was it was a tribute more than just like we're just gonna steal everything. Totally, just do it. Perfect, perfect remake. Chainsaw, yeah. mm. chainsaw in the mouth. Whoa, mm. that's all I gotta say. Spoilers. Not a comedy though. <laughs> ten out of ten. No. <laughs> like drag me to hell. I like, I got like a stomach ache because of all the jump scares and stuff. I was yep. just like, yeah. PG thirteen. You're at way more risk oh, for yeah. jump scares. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. love them because they can't actually show anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A is good that- PG horror movie though is great. PG, you yeah. PG Poltergeist movie? might sure. be PG, right? Poltergeist oh. is PG. Things like that aren't necessarily straight horror. Yeah. Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid. We actually have a comment about Ernest Scared Stupid that just like freaked was, me right was out. Was the ring? Shares. How the ring, I think, is PG thirteen. Yeah. Really? Okay. Brittany Fuller mentioned Ernest Scared Stupid and nice. said, uh, <laughs> "I think by all accounts, most people would consider more comedy than horror." But this is one of the few movies that actually terrified me, even if I was a child at the time. Yeah. I slept with my back pressed against the wall for years after seeing that Whoa. movie because of the troll in the bed. Uh, yeah, it's... that. Oh, man, that movie. <laughs> Freaked me out, out as a kid, definitely. That yeah. was me and a grudge. I, I tucked myself in like a cocoon mm-hmm. after like the girl came out of the bed. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like this and then check everything. Yep. Just like a sleeping bag. Like, nobody's going to climb up here. Well, that's why I think stuff like Nightmare on Elm Street is so insidious. <laughs> because, uh. Uh, the, I mean, the best horror movies, right? They take something that you have to do mm-hmm. or that you like to do. And then they ruin it for you. Yeah. Like Nightmare on Elm Street is like, you can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Stay awake. And yeah, I think it's like, whoa. And that's why they use a lot of the, the red the red days. Like, I think that's the term. Like, red days? Or like, not red days. What is it called? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm talking about like Christmas and Valentine's Day oh, and someone's okay. birthday. Holidays. Yeah, it's always like a special day. Mm-hmm. Halloween. It's yeah. always like right. you recognize those days. You know what you're doing those days. Friday and obviously, yeah, obviously, like in some of the cases, I would do that on that day. You know, right? What's uh, that even called? Red Letter Day. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh huh. Got there in the end. Yeah, I was like, Red Day. <laughs> what is this? Yo, I speaking like of uh, real quick, speaking of John Carpenter. Uh-huh. He's scoring the new Halloween coming out. Woo. He's on board. And he's playing a concert live in LA on Halloween. Oh, you have to go. <laughs> you have to go. I can't. Oh. It's Halloween. You gotta you gotta dress up and, and go to a yeah. party on Halloween. Yeah. That's he, what you do. But Ian loves John Carpenter. I do. More than most. And I like his Lost Themes One. Lost Themes mm. Two was okay. Lost Themes One was better. Mm. I don't know what that is. It's his album of music. Oh, okay. I haven't heard it. Does he Ooh, have a does he have a found it. themes? Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah? the third one. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're all, like, just really nice. Yeah. Very happy. Yeah, I bet. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are you talking about? Halloween. The new <laughs> oh, one. It's right. going to be a <laughs> direct sequel to Halloween 1. Oh, yeah. Disregarding well. all the other ones. Whoa. Jamie Lee Curtis back. Yeah. John Carpenter doing the music. Is it another one of those things where it's, like, real time, like, 30, 40 years later or whatever? I think so. I guess it would have to be. Yeah. That's Brutal. Cool. Yep. Jamie Lee. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. Jamie Lee Curtis, by the way, seems like a cool person. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Married to uh, Christopher Guest, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't know. Who he was is. a pioneer of uh, the mockumentary form. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Mockumentaries. Dude, we should do an episode on mockumentaries. Yeah. Oh, I love mockumentaries. They're funny. Me too. Me too. Oh. That's some comedy I can get behind. All right. All right. We'll, do- we'll chalk that one in there. Yeah. I don't know. Chalked. January or December or something. <laughs> 
so could good. skip Christmas. We'll just do mockumentaries instead. Christmas yeah. movies are blah. Yeah. We all know mm. them. Die Hard and Lethal Weapon, though. Yeah. That, we, we do yeah, like, that, like that yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah. We just talk about Die Hard the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. We don't want to talk about the rest. <laughs> like Christmas Story, everyone loves it. I know Growing up, it. everyone was like, I love Christmas Story. That movie mm-hmm. always made me so depressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life, though. Yeah. Also sad. Jimmy Stewart, like, top three all-time favorite actors. It's a Wonderful Life is like Home Alone, though, where like the thing you remember as being most of the, for me at least, the thing I remembered as being most of the movie, the part where he like went back in time and saw his life without him in it. Yeah. I thought that was like the bulk of the movie. Yes. When it's like four minutes at the end. Yeah. Like the traps part in Home Alone lasts like three minutes. Really? It's like, it's not three, it's probably like six. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, that's a short movie, but like, it's it's like less than 10% of the film, I would say. It's such a cute movie. It is a cute movie. I love it, but yeah. When that song comes on in the end in Home Alone, that's a Christmas movie. Oh, man. Yeah. How many Home Alone? There are three, right? There are three. I think there are four. Four? There might have been another one. They should do another one during Halloween. Whoa. Untapped potential right there. Whoa. And then there's actually like a serial killer trying to kill this little kid. Whoa. It's real alone, dark. Rated R. Oh. Rated R. Home and the kid puts alone. up his really. And the knife oh. goes through and it. And the killer <laughs> played my, by Macaulay Culkin. Oh, I'm so <laughs> Most meta movie, dude. Oh my gosh. As Kevin McAllister. <laughs> this would be amazing. Yeah, he got like, like problems. Since yeah, it, it like, it like messed his me. life I'm up. I'm not even kidding. Well, because he like, he's like, I killed that man with that paint. With that bucket of paint on well, the stairs. Didn't kill anyone, I know, but yeah. it would have. Yeah. Realistically. For sure. for sure. He would have killed those men. I'm so into it. Oh, That'd boy. So I think good. Macaulay Culkin retired from acting or something. Hmm. I think I he's saw like a, recently, right? Some yeah. web thing. He looks really good now. I saw a BuzzFeed about how he looks good now. Yeah. Mm. He looks great now. I saw that same article. Nice. Yeah. Yoga we should, we should all just make this. Yeah. Let's make it. Somebody would do it. He'd be down. So or down. somebody will up. play Macaulay Culkin playing. Hi, I'm Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> he just like has himself. Star of Pagemaster. <laughs> I love Pagemaster. I don't care what anybody says. It's jolly. Pagemaster. And there was a there was a point and click adventure game of Pagemaster. Not the like 2D side scrolling one, but a first person. I Whoa. think it's first person. Whatever. It's like an adventure game. Loved it. PC. <laughs> Loved it. I should stream that. I should find that. Do that. that. Morgan Mahala says when it comes to horror. I like to distinguish between gore and terror. A film may be violent, gory, and full of death, but that alone is not something that frightens me. Luckily, we get both with the thing. It's the primal primal things, such as paranoia and the unknown, that truly frighten and disturb long after the film has ended. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the th- in, in, in the thing, you don't know who to trust. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's human. Our, our perspective is with McCready... McCready the whole time. Yep. But like, uh, even toward the end, there's that shift and you're not sure at the end. Yeah, what's going yeah. on here? I heard a thing that the filmmakers intentionally did something with the eye light. So anytime someone was the thing, they either have or do not have an eye light. Oh. Um, so like, but it's very subtle. But like, if you go through, you can apparently tell Whoa. by that. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. But I haven't seen it again since I heard that tidbit. So can I haven't been able to like look at the end or whatever who's the thing. Yeah. Or not a thing. Yeah, one of those guys is definitely a thing. Hundred percent. Probably they're both. They're both. They're replicants. They're things. Yeah. They're all. Everybody's a replicant. Everyone. Everybody's a Cylon. We talked about it like two times, but it reminds me of Scream. Scream. You don't know who's who. Yeah. Who's the well, killer? The, the double. Don't know. The double. Yeah. Is, is that yeah, one that has the double killer? The double. Or is that two? Number one. Yeah. Number one has that. But that yep. still has Scream Three of- is also good. Even is the newest it? one was like pretty really? recent. Yeah. Yeah. At least Will is a big fan of Scream. 
Scream is so good. I love that the fourth one did not take so seriously. Yeah. That was the best part. It just made fun of itself. Is that the one that got like really, really meta? Yeah. yeah. Whereas like Courtney Cox is like in it or something? Yeah. Did that happen? Am I imagining that? Courtney Cox is in Scream? No, no, but like as Courtney Cox. Oh, no. Did oh. it pull out Ocean's 12? I forget. I've only no. seen four and five like okay, once. Maybe I'm just I don't inventing think she that. was. I don't know. Uh, don't quote me on that. Tim Beechen or Beechen. <laughs> who knows uh says i love love the twilight zone yeah so do i i have no feelings about yes. the twilight zone we gotta watch some twilight zone nah. so good the show or the movie are we talking the about show. the show the marathon is one of my favorite things to just sit and watch when is that like thanksgiving it's usually thanksgiving yeah oh, oh boy that sounds wonderful it is wonderful all day twilight that zone. is a cozy show it is so cozy and so disturbing and so freaky it's at the same time it hangs on yeah as well, it's so great. Sorry, it's so great just seeing. Like, I love the episodes that are just you can totally tell that they're filmed in the fifties or whatever. Yeah, you just seeing that fifties life. Uh huh. Just love watching old movies. It takes me back. What's up? Nah, I just say I, I can watch it if there's no Overwatch season event. <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have time. Have you seen the new skins? <laughs> they're good. They're good. Pay Tim to, continues. Paid a skin. <laughs> Every episode had an amazing plot twist. Which always kept you guessing and think and thinking about it. A great example is the Howling Man, where a traveler comes to a monastery and they are keeping a prisoner, which they believe is the devil. But the audience and the traveler don't know if he is or is not the devil until the end. Mm. He seems really convincing, and that he's just wrongly being held by crazy monks. But they also seem legit as well. That's one of the like famous ones. And the monsters mm-hmm. are coming to uh, Maple Street or whatever. So many good ones. Oh, man, there are a lot of good ones. Um, when I was watching Mother, because I didn't know anything about it going in, a third of the way through, I was like, man, this is kind of giving me like Twilight Zone vibes. Yeah. Like, some dude writing things. It's happening. Like I, yeah. I was getting Twilight Zone vibes from Mother. Yeah. yeah. It's all. based on a famous Twilight Zone script. <laughs> <laughs> Called the Bible. JK, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're out of control. I'm out of control. Let's talk about tropes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Let's talk about fi- the final girl or sex being a one-way ticket to stabby town. Phones yep. don't work. Phones don't work. Uh, always bad weather. Mm-hmm. Um, people are always really, really clumsy. And yeah, police can't do anything. Can't be trusted. Yeah, nobody. The stoner is always getting killed in like right around the middle. Yeah. yeah. But usually knows what's up. The stoner. Yeah. Something's going on. He's man. been saying it the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Shaggy. Smart. Shaggy was right all along. It yeah. was the old man by the river. And then always like people are trapped somewhere, but then they got to split up. Right. It's like Splitting we're stuck up. in this little place, in this little cabin, but let's just stay in separate rooms. And you should like, never yeah. ever go up or downstairs. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. true. Stay on the first floor. I also like how people get out of the house. They like barricade things real bad. If something's running after you, like I put this chair in front of mm-hmm. this thing, and it's like no, no, this the, people cannot do it. Big the Lebowski. new Annabelle was actually really good, except there was one huge annoying part that I was offended by. Uh-huh. They're like staying at the house. This guy gets brutally murdered. Uh-huh. Like. Hands bent all the way back, like clearly some demonic stuff went down. That's cool. And it like cuts to the ambulance, so it's like dead, hard cut ambulance taking the body away, and then the the like caretaker with all the girls just like, all right, like 
let's go back to bed now, you know. <laughs> it's like, what? No. Go to the Motel Leave. 6. Yeah. Leave now. Yeah. Clearly it's... the thing is not explained what just happened. Yeah. They often feel like they can't leave. Oh, also, I guess the thing that's very uh, a trope is the cubic stare. Oh, yeah. Oh, like someone just staring and like, oh, I'm so evil. Like, I, I love it. It's, a, you know, it's, it's Clockwork Orange or Psycho. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a very, or The Shining. Sure. You know, it it's works. Number one. It works. But uh, I think sometimes it's just kind of like, in the newer movies, it's yeah. just like, well, ha ha, I'm evil. What I love about The Shining specifically is the timing is just so well done. Because yeah. things hold on for so long on someone staring at something that you are, even if you've seen the movie... You're like terrified they're gonna cut to whatever this guy's looking at. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you know, and they don't. But like, oh man. That's <laughs> you creating your own suspense. Right. And that's a good horror movie when you're, you, they're not really doing anything. You're in your head creating whatever's gonna happen or not happen. And yeah, I agree. Like when stuff don't happen, that's like great because yeah. you're like so on edge. Yep. You're just winning. Keeps for it. that tension. Yeah. Did either of you see it? Follows. Yeah. I saw I seen half it. of it. You haven't seen it? No, I've been too afraid. Whoa, you oh, you don't it. have to be afraid of it. You I heard it's scary. It's fine. No, no. I Someone described say. the premise to me, and I was afraid to walk home. No. Like, it's freaky. It's <laughs> freaky, but it's, it's unsettling. Not, yeah, but it's not, it's not, I would say it's more like shining scary. Do you agree? It's like, yeah, it's unsettling. It's just like that tension. Yeah. You uh, you decide how scary it's going to be, because you create all the. Some intense. Whoa. Some intense stuff. Yeah, there um, is some really in- But, you know, it's, it's, yeah. I need to finish that one. Do you I think- did not, yeah. Do you think that the tropes are there to enforce a moral message of some kind? Uh, definitely in like the slasher era of the seventies and eighties. Yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah. Um, Though apparently in Friday the Thirteenth, they when they invented the "don't have sex as teenagers or you'll get murdered" thing. Yeah. They just thought they weren't trying to say any morals. They were just like, "What that's would funny. teens be doing that would keep them distracted yeah. from not?" Isn't hearing that this? interesting? Like that's all it was, and that's... then it became this trope. Yeah, God, that's so interesting. Yeah. I think of Bob Dylan music. You know, everyone putting their own interpretation on all of his stuff, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "I'm just writing, man. It doesn't right. mean that. It doesn't mean this. It doesn't mean anything. I'm just writing the music." Yeah, you know, you're putting what you want onto it. Oh, that's which so I like. I like it when people put their own. You know, that's, that's the whole point. I love creators. Of, you know, I love hashtag capital art. Being in a creator's mind. Yeah. Wait, what was the question? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about, speaking of tropes, uh, something that subverts and uses tropes a lot are comedy horror movies. Mm-hmm. Cabin in the Woods, Shaun of the Dead, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Mm. I like comedy horror. I love Get Out. Get Out. That's a comedy horror. Kind of. I was not laughing. Whoa. Well, I mean, like, technically... It has, I would call that a horror. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's like, There's comedic actually, elements. yeah, TSA yeah. guy. Comedic 10 elements. 10 out of 10. It ends okay. on a you know, joke. It, it's, <laughs> it's listed. It's listed. And I think that's because yeah. it's making a satirical argument. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sort of the black comedy thing of, like, yeah, sometimes... I think certain slashers, too, even though, like, yeah, like, Scream 4. Mm-hmm. That's a horror comedy. Yeah. Like, black comedy is in dark comedy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Like a, I, I just yeah, like the the Scream Four is like it's making fun of itself. Sometimes it's, yeah, and that's the thing. If horror movies are just intended to entertain, yeah, don't take yourself too seriously. Just have fun with it. Yeah, and yeah, but I think like yeah, like Shaun the Dead, it's a horror comedy because it's it's it has the horror. It's a generally a comedy, but it has the you know yeah. the gory that's a comedy horror zombie. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's the it's the best one I think. Shaun the Dead. I for really sure. like that one. Yeah. 
Um, one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite movies. Really? Yes. Nice. Which is really cool, Tarantino. and I like that. Hey, man. Edgar Wright does good stuff. Oh, he's the best. Baby Dravier. Baby Dravier. Baby Dravier. <laughs> I like that movie. Uh, so comedy doesn't prevent them from having horror in them, though. Like, scary moments. Mm-hmm. No. Um, Dominic Barlow brought up <laughs> a kind of a deep cut, an early Nicolas Cage film called Vampire's Kiss, which is basically just about Nicolas Cage thinking he's becoming a vampire and slowly going crazy. Is that the one he runs through the he's gate? Running down I'm, the a I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I've only seen that My sister one. and I do that all the time. We say that all the time. He has like a full-on like psychoanalysis session with the side of a building because he thinks weird. it's his therapist. That movie's this. out of control. I love it. Whoa. Never but even it, heard of it. It does a lot about like madness and like uh, questioning your own sanity and stuff and your place in reality. And that mm-hmm. one has a lot, you know, like Nicolas Cage's character is kind of a bad dude, you know. Mm-hmm. But that movie is yeah. pretty bonkers. Um, and again, Brittany Fuller brought up Ernest Scared Stupid. And uh, she adds that I don't I would say that uh, comedic horror can absolutely be considered part of the horror genre. It might not scare everyone, but I'm sure a good portion of the audience are solely watching for the comedy. But I think it can be said of a lot of horror films that a good portion of the audience isn't trying just to be scared. Mm-hmm. You want to be entertained. Yeah. yeah, I think I think comedy horror is just an under genre. It's a subgenre of yeah. horror. Yeah. Because its own thing is taking the elements that can be used for scares, but it's turning it into, you know, satire. Fun. It's having a good time. Yeah. It's Why? sometimes blood and gore is fun. Why do you think there aren't more good H.P. Lovecraft movies? There's Reanimator. There's uh, Mountains of Madness or At the Mouth of Madness, which I have not seen. The Sam Neill one. I mm-hmm. heard that's like the best one of the yeah. Lovecraft ones. I haven't seen it yet. But there, it seems like it would be. I mean, obviously, we all want Guillermo to make Mountains of Madness. But like, huh? Well, when you give a filmmaker 150 million dollars to make an R-rated movie and it comes out phenomenal, like Blade Runner 2049, but makes no money, right? It does not help. Blade Runner 2049's got legs, though. Hopefully. I hope. Hopefully. I've seen it twice. <laughs> People need to see it more. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go help him out. I know. That's go see it every night. Yeah. I know, yeah. Just go buy a ticket and don't even watch it. <laughs> like, Guillermo was gonna do it, but they wanted to do it PG-13. So he's like, no. Yeah. Can't do that it PG-13. Might be, I think that might be a problem in that a lot of movies have to do the PG-13 now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Including, like, superhero movies. That's why Deadpool... Yeah. You know, that's an example of it can work, but I think, yeah, like... Deadpool well, but Logan. because of Deadpool, do you think we're still in that age? It's because getting better it's for getting better. sure. Yeah. Because of Deadpool, of Deadpool and Logan. Movies. But I think, it's, yeah. I think it's the studios more so than people that are no. like, we can't we right. can't promote this right. to too many people. And now the recent years, we have that history mm-hmm. of movies like The Ring and stuff being PG-13, yeah. which I completely disagree with. Yeah. Because I watched those movies and it was not good for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, you know, I, I just, yeah, that's, that's horror now. It's meant for, you know, marketing. And if they just went back to... I mean, all it takes is a couple of R-rated horror movies that do well in cinema. But I think I think it's always going to be a risk, though. Even if some movies come out and make a crap ton of money, you know, The Conjuring did so well. I mean, Obviously, it is more. one. Of the, it is, it is, is yeah. the most. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Highest grossing horror film of all time. Yes. Right? So, and it's R, isn't it? Yes. And it's a remake. Yeah. Yeah. But Crazy. I think even with the success of it, I still think they have to look at, you know, it's got to take a PG thirteen mathematically statistically is going to probably usually make more 
yeah money because more people are seeing it and i mean i think also like it's like the exploitation films of the 70s where it's like you can make more focused films on a smaller budget mm-hmm. you know like saw and all these horror movies yeah where you just kind of like puke them out for a couple mil and then make your money back yeah. hand over fist you know yep who knows but i don't i see that i think that trend was declining over previous years mm-hmm. as well and even um, it wasn't like super high budget you know i'm thinking mm-hmm. of just like blade runner style oh yeah Mountains blade runner failing makes me nervous like 100 plus million dollar r-rated horror movie right it makes me nervous <laughs> like <laughs> i want it to be doing better yeah but sucks what are you gonna say fun fact the thing uh was released the same day as the original blade runner really that's, that's cool. why it didn't do well yeah whoa yeah the thing was not well received at first and i think that yeah so uh, apparently I, if same i read correctly shiny, that's yeah. why it didn't get a lot of isn't it's funny kind of I, I, I wonder i wonder if anyone's ever done like a study on that like some kind of qualitative study where it's like movies that have the most staying power mm-hmm. were not very well received in the moment yeah because like so often you hear that like so princess often. bride fifth element the thing all these movies, Blade Runner, I think, even wasn't a smash hit at first. Yeah. Anchorman. An- <laughs> Anchorman. <laughs> it was, true. It's true. It's got legs. Where it's, yeah, it grows over time, and years later, you're like, wow, yeah, this is actually genius. You know, yeah. you just don't see it in the moment. Yeah. Um, but just touching back on madness a little bit, because I like madness, um, mm. and I like bad decisions. I think of, like, Hellraiser, where it's yeah. like, you chose to mess with that box. Yeah. Because you wanted power or whatever, mm-hmm. and now the Cenobites are going to rip your skin off forever. Sorry about One it. One of my favorite Sorry. villains. Oh my god, so good. Pinhead? Pinhead. Yeah. yeah. The Cenobites are crazy. I, I like the Cenobites too because they, they seem like they're neutral evil. Like, they don't care. They're just doing their job. Yeah. And their job is to terrorize you forever. Yeah. You know? It's, it's weird because you can't... It's interesting. Although I think you can deal with Pinhead. I think somebody like makes a deal with him in one of them. Right. See, now you're there's doing like eight the thing. Of them. There's so like, there's too many. You're trying to survive it. Right. In your head. You're thinking, I could do this. I want I mean the thing you want to do is like, look, I'm sorry I touched that stupid box. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Leave sorry. me alone, Pinhead. I'm sorry. Here, sorry. here, take the box. Yeah. I didn't want this. I just picked up a box. I've got no quarrel with you. I have what no if, quarrel with you. What if you give him a hammer or like the back of a hammer so he can take him out? Yeah. Oh, Help him out. So much better. He yeah. just got a skin condition. I would be take mad. Take those too. nails out. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, Morgan Mahala brought up American Psycho and Requiem for a Dream as good examples of madness. Mm. Stephen C.T. brought up the anime film Perfect Blue. Wow, if you want to get depressed. Oh, really? Scoot that one into your brain. That one will hang on. I would say madness to me is Battle Royale because the kids start out as normal and then they get get mad. They just, yeah, they just start doing it you, i saw i saw a list the av club did a uh, like our top whatever 35 or something sci-fi films since the original blade runner yeah and uh yeah i think it was 35 because that's how many years whatever what was number one uh what was number one it was something kind of weird i don't recall but um battle royale was on there Sci-fi? That's sci-fi. And I was going to say, would you consider that movie sci-fi? Mm-hmm. I mean, splatter. it is. It's got... I guess so. Horror. I'd say splatter. Splatter? Yeah. Yeah, gore kind of. Mm-hmm. I would say it's a classic one of those. Cause, yeah, I mean, you could argue it's slasher too because it's got killers in it. But I, I would, yeah. in my opinion, I would put it under splatter. I think it's too. like... 
it's sci-fi. I see their argument in that it's set in like a dystopian future yeah. and they have like weird sci-fi collars. But other than that, well, I mean, that's more like apocalyptic, right? Apocalyptic, like post-apocalyptic movies is a genre of itself now. Which I would put under the sci-fi umbrella generally. I wouldn't. Although Mad Max isn't sci-fi, that's more like fantasy. Post-apocalyptic. Sci-fi, fantasy, horror always kind of get yeah, it's a little tossed in with each other. Yeah, for me, like I mean, that's the whole section of the blockbuster. Sci-fi doesn't take place solely on Earth, or like it's just it's. Either something's coming here to ruin, you know, whatever, or we're going out. So saying, Blade Runner's on Earth. Yeah, but it's but still the world a dystopian. Exists. It's post-apocalyptic. You know, it's a future, and there True. are, you know, people have been going to other planets. So mm-hmm. it's. But I feel like yeah, Mad Max. Like we're still here. Nothing's changed except for our world. And yeah, Battle Royale too. I feel like it's. It, I would say. I guess it's apocalyptic. No, I wouldn't say that. I don't know. It's a good movie. This is one of my favorites. Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. It's so um, great. I lo- that's Royale. the madness thing I love about it. Just seeing these kids go nuts. Yeah, just like... Just, just, it's just crazy. Buy and, into it. Yeah, and you're sitting there and you're like... You're cheering them on, but you're not cheering them on. And it's like... And the dude who like does his like morning exercises, like, you know, like nothing's... I don't know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And then there's it. that weird scene in the middle where he's just reading a letter... And you're like, what is this? What letter is this? Where'd yeah, you get that's this exactly that's happening. I always saw one. It's cool because yeah. it's 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 you don't you don't expect it, and it puts you on edge. Why are you reading? We don't have time for this. Yeah, there's no yeah. time. No there's time. No time. No time. What is this? A flashback? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of winding things down here a little bit. Uh, I've got a lengthy but good comment from Joseph Caruso. Uh, they said for most horror movies. As important as the setting is to provide scenarios for the victims to feel vulnerable, I think perhaps even more important is a third party to either ground the horrifying situation in reality or further make victims feel isolated. When the protagonist is just feeling unease at strange sights and sounds that skew their preconceived notions of reality, both they and the audience start to question whether or not what they're experiencing is real. But the addition of a very normal third party is a terrifying reminder that this is the real world. For example, in Get Out... The protagonist, Chris, is witnessing some odd behavior, and then he calls his friend who offers some evidence that, oh, wait, this could actually be real. Like, you're maybe not, like, dreaming all this. Um, They go on to say, on the other hand, when victims are faced with a very overt threat, a third party that could finally provide some aid will often deny help or straight up not believe the victims. The brief chances of relief only make us feel more hopeless and alone. I think we kind of mentioned on that earlier where, like, the cops aren't going to help you because they don't believe you. That mm-hmm. kind of stuff yeah. like, where it like makes you feel even more helpless and trapped in your mm-hmm. situation is very scary and like a very relatable feeling. I think that's when, when horror ultimately is at its strongest is when you can just, you can relate. Totally. Isolate. And people do logical things. You're like, I would have done that probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, the biggest thing is I need to care about a character. Right. I need to care about someone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, most most recent one, I saw Insidious 3 with Brad. I love the Insidious movies. Mm-hmm. But Insidious 3, the daughter is getting haunted. And I'll never forget, I still have this inside joke with Brad where we're just like, wanted her to live. Yeah. <laughs> like when we came wanted out of the movie, when I came out of the movie, I was like so pumped up. And I was like elbowing him, like wanted her to live. Yeah. <laughs> and like we just keep, we always say that. Because, like, I've heard you say that. Yeah, like, that her, you know, she was just such a good character and you cared about her so much, you know, and the the dad trying to protect her and, like, the whole family and then her. 
the go, the demon hunters coming, like trying to go in. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. I like when you unintentionally or intentionally start cheering for the bad guy. Yeah. Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees Let's or go. Devil's Rejects. I love that movie because then you're like, oh, I hate the cops. They're trying to kill these serial killers. You're like, oh, why am I... Like, it's crazy. Like, I love it when you... That when movie you made turn. me so uncomfortable. I love that movie, movie so much. movie made me so depressed. Ugh. Oh, it's so Duh. good. Couldn't handle it. You're wrong. Too gross. It's great. Ugh. Nope. You're a, you're a crazy no, person. No, you're a crazy person. It's a great movie. All right. Grimy Let's film. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Eminent Jargon, actually, we answered this question. Uh, they asked us uh, if horror films benefit from being viewed in a live theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I say maybe. Sometimes. Both. Those, well, it depends on if it's a well-behaved crowd. For sure. You can, uh, yes. you know, I've watched some. I've watched horror movies at home, and sometimes when I get so, so scared, when I'm home alone, yeah. all the light's off, yeah. once in a while, I will get up Turn and look light. around. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I just get... Check the closet. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get freaked out. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'll it, definitely check the closet. Yes. Yeah. The bathtub. Oh, Gotta yeah. check the light on. Yeah. Check the bath. Yeah. Check the tub. Check the tub. Uh, behind the shower door under the yeah. bed both though it definitely depends on the movie um, yeah, I feel like there are certain movies I mean arguably uh, people could say it's not a horror movie but Donnie Darko for example mm-hmm. I feel like watching that in an audience like after that was done I just wanted to think about it yeah and same with like The Shining and stuff some movies you don't want to go out of the theater and be like oh that's where we're going to get food you know all that small totally. talk that ruins it yeah you just want to sit yeah, in yeah. silence wanna, yeah enjoy it so I think it depends on the, the movie but some mm-hmm. are fun slashers are fun to watch with people yeah bad you get, movies I, I like when you get that release in a crowd sometimes where like Everyone starts laughing. Yes. You know? And it, like, there's that thing of like, okay, we're all in this together, you totally. know? Totally. Yeah. Uh, Eminent Jargon also shared some little anecdotes that I thought were interesting. Um, they said, uh, I have a lot of great memories of horror film screenings where something went wrong with the projection, like reels being put in the wrong order, yeah. causing dead <laughs> characters to suddenly be reappear in the next scene, <laughs> or pigment deterioration during a Halloween night screening of Halloween. That oh caused God. the outdoor scenes to have a bizarre glowing pink sky at night. That's so funny. <laughs> that that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. had any experience like that. Yeah. Oh. Um, I've only had that experience of being like one out of six people in the audience, right. which is fun. Because then yeah. you can yeah. laugh and talk and like, if they're okay with it, you like test out the waters and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, let's all just have fun yeah. with it. My, uh, my friend Joe and I, like one of my best friends, known him since I was like six, we used to work at the movie theater, and we saw Red Dragon, uh, one of the Silence of the Lambs films, yeah. uh, the day before it came out, because they had to... Do you every, see? Every time they put the movie together, they would have to test it to make sure that the reels were right and everything. Right. And so we were doing that, and uh, so it was just the two of us watching in the entire theater. So like we could like stand up and like yell and be like, don't go upstairs! No! 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 It was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> My dad still that quotes happens. that movie. Do you see? Do Wayfinds you see? like has him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the they handled that really well in the, the show, show, right? You oh, finished. Oh, okay. Hannibal. I did not how finish. have we not mentioned Hannibal? I don't know. You haven't finished Hannibal. Oh my! Gosh. I got two episodes left. You know finish they all it. met. They all met. Like it could come back. They've all said They've the rights talks. have come back around now. Are They've you had talks. Spoiling everything? No, nothing is spoiled. They, we're just saying okay. they might make more. We're just talking it's about the creators. Great. The creators have talked. Yeah, I loved it. It was just dude. That show is. Mm. How is it possible that a show on NBC is the most graphically disturbing, disturbing thing I've ever probably ever seen? Yeah, it's also really beautiful because they shoot the gore like food. Yeah. yeah, they make you into the monster. One of the only shows where I covered the screen and looked away. Really, yeah. it was like You're the mushroom on one, a tiny right? Screen, or... the mushroom part. 
Oh, like yeah, growing, growing out. Of, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. There are some. There are some grotesque <laughs> moments in that, like the Colombian necktie and stuff. No, Ooh, baby. TV's gotten better. Like, yeah, American Horror Story too. They've yeah. gotten better at pushing gore. the limit of the gore. And Walking Dead. My God. I mean, and Hannibal though is good like good gore. Great yeah, gore. Yeah, great. Hannibal makeup. though was like artsy too. I remember yes. thinking like I can't remember if it was season two or three. How many seasons were there? Three? Five. Three. Hannibal? Three. Three, Was yeah. Because the they're, they're talking four? about four. Whatever. Three or four. I remember, like, the beginning four or five episodes of, like, season three, maybe season two. I was like, man. Took a bit to get in. Well, and they they were going so artsy. I was mm-hmm. like, you're going to lose the mainstream oh, with man. this. Filming in Europe. I was so oh, nervous. <laughs> oh, man, but I loved every second of it. Yeah. Um, That's a big thing I, I do want to get across with horror, too, is, uh, you know, the imagery staying with you yeah, is yeah. so powerful. I think more than any other genre, yeah. uh, with the exception of you know science, science fiction sometimes, obviously, but more than any other genre, images are forever burned into my mind. Yeah, Me crystal too. clear. You know, we brought up the fly earlier. Oh, God, so many scenes from that. And just the, the list goes on uh, limitless. All the horror movies, you yes. know, reminding in my me, brain. You're reminding me of like, yeah, I think one of them was the actually the American The Ring. Yep. When they open the the dra- the closet and the dead girl sitting in there, <laughs> yeah, and like oh, I yeah. didn't expect it because she'd walked around the house, everything's fine, and suddenly just this flashback, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god. There's a moment like that in Stir of Echoes too, where there's a dead body jump scare, I think, and it's anyway. in your brain. It's not yeah. even Jaws. Yeah. You'll be thinking of Jaws. Stir of Echoes thirty years from now. Yeah, movie's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like a Serbian film, but don't watch that. That is the worst. That's. Oh yeah, that's like solo. It's extreme like gore. It. No, it's yeah. like it's it's got necrophilia and just pedophilia and everything. So, it's terrible. Ugh. They're remaking Hocus Pocus allegedly for straight to TV what? with none of the original cast or crew. Get out of here. Why? That is purely asking for this. Milking the name. And you know who's going to yeah. watch it? Everybody who All these kids. The, no, people who don't want to remake cuz they're curious. I think it's going to do I want to watch it. You will want to watch it because you're like, how I don't much watch it. did they the screw it up? The kids are going to love it. I'm not watching the it. Kids yeah. love stuff. They don't know what Hocus Pocus is. It's all for adults. But Ugh. I got to say, though, we said the same thing about it. I'm three feet away from it and I miss. We we said the same thing about it, though. I knew it was going to be amazing. I had no problem with the I was, I was I was scared. <laughs> I was nervous about it. I mean, it's not. True. This is different, though. It's not going to yeah, be this. Good. It's just it's straight to TV. It always depends on who's involved, you know. Like this Halloween thing, yeah. John Carpenter is involved. He's making the score. Yeah. You know, creator's intent. This is beautiful. This creator's is, <laughs> you know, this is sanctioned. This is yeah. This is okay. This is not right. corporate suits milking a name. I mean, it is. Yeah. But yes and no. <laughs> but like clearly, the idea is good enough for him to get behind, yeah. you know, and yeah. and to retcon all that has come after Halloween one. Yeah, you know. and um, then even Stephen King to come out and really get behind it, which he, he doesn't That's get behind. He doesn't do that. A lot. Stephen King no. adaptations, you know, for him to come out and really say this is the one. Yeah, I'm has excited. merit. Yeah, I'm excited to see the kid from Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. Like I'm had excited. The, it's yeah, close. I'm just Halloween day, right? Yeah. October 27th. Oh, okay. Same day as Mario. Uh-oh. Same day as Wolfenstein. Oh, well, Assassin's Creed. Gotta wait. They gotta wait. Mario they first. Gotta wait. Mario is for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, games Mario. won't be spoiled. Stranger Things will. Yeah, yeah, I you can live with that. They could spoil Stranger Things. Yeah, as long as I don't, I don't get care. Mario spoiled, yeah. I'm good. 
Life's yeah, see, good. I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm just like, because I need <laughs> I to I don't know how you'd Twitter. spoil Mario. You really. play Mario all yeah. day and night, though, and then you cool off you cool with, off like, with episode things. one and two of yeah. Stranger Things. You're like, all right. You can't just watch two episodes. You go, you go an hour well, on, an least, hour off. I want to time it perfectly so on Halloween night I watch the Stranger Things finale. Right. You know, you also, got, like, a like, four-day window there. It's going to have Netflix pacing, so you can just play Mario while you watch episodes yeah, three episodes three, six. four, five, yeah. <laughs> you know? Because sure. it's just like, those episodes don't need to be there. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's when all the kids are mad at each other for will, no reason. That's will, Harry Potter 5. Will every episode <laughs> of Stranger Things Season 2 end on a cliffhanger? Every episode. Yes. I'm willing to agree. What if they, what if they did a weird thing where, like, they just, like, slid... They slid, like, the, the ending beginning markers down, so, like, all the cliffhangers come in the middle of episodes instead of the ends. Never mind. I don't know how to explain this. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Uh, all right. Let's wrap it up before we give the assignment and theme for next month. I'm calling an audible on that. I got a different idea than what Whoa. I was going to do. Uh, quote challenge. Okay. Can you think of a... I didn't tell you about this. Can you think of a quote... Let's try to do horror movies. I'm ready. Mine's just for that, fun. That you think we've seen... And see if we can guess it. Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. Is that from Hellraiser? Nice. Yeah. Good one. What about you? Red oh. Rum. Um, Red um, Rum. <laughs> I got a, um, oh yes, there will be blood. <laughs> Not there will be blood. No. Nobody says that in that. I think that's a. Oh, that, dude, I know oh, that Oh yes, there will be you. blood. I think that's, that's the sentence. I know that quote. Oh, that's so frustrating. I give up. I'm not going to get it. I know it, it, though. It's Saw. Jigsaw. Saw. Oh. Yes. Uh, other ones? You don't have to do more than one. People you're only normally on the just hook do for one. one, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're only on the hook for one. Yeah. You didn't tell me I this. can't think of any. Go yes, easy. Yes, you can. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Uh, this one you always say. What? Come to get you, Bob. Oh, yeah. They're coming to get you, Barbara. There you go. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. We got you know it there from? in the end. No. No. Oh, it's Be- Beverly. That's Beverly. Coming to get you, Barbara? They're coming to get you, Barbara. Shining? No. No, I don't know. Night of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I was trying to think of one from Alien. Alien 1. I admire its purity. I admire its purity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I was trying to think of something like Parker would have said, like something about like overtime. Yeah. <laughs> I want my damn wages. Oh, yeah, I want my overtime. I All like right. A, oh. Go. What? There's cursing in it, so I'm going to censor it. Oh. There's no effing ice cream in your effing future. Whoa. They live. Nope. <laughs> Put them on! Dude, they live. Uh, what is that from? It's from the Devil's Rejects. Oh my god! Oh, serial killer Get out of here! You just leave. Grimey. What? It's a funny quote from. I want to thank our guest Sophia Harris. Yeah. <laughs> I had fun. Uh, thank yeah, thanks thank for you for here. having me. Uh, so the assignment film for next month is what we do in the shadows. Nice. Yeah. Ian, I've never seen this movie. It is. Oh. So phenomenal. Nice. I'm excited. So phenomenal. Good. And Give it's a, a horror movie. And it's a mockumentary, which will be next month's theme. Perfect. I'm changing it up because I want to do it and <laughs> cool. I want to do it soon. Okay. So fun. Uh, yeah, you've Amazing. got some homework ahead of you. You've got to watch like several of these things. Yeah. Best it's in so Show, good, Waiting for Guffman. This is Final Tap. Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of these. Christopher Guest makes most of the good ones. Okay. 
Uh, Which ones have I even seen? Borat? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to touch on the Sasha Baron okay. Cohen ones, probably. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Those are more just like... I don't even know what oh, those are. That's the first one you think of. Yeah. I didn't even think about that one. Oh, man. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, join us next month, second Friday of the month, for the mockumentary episode of Reaction Shots. Please watch What We Do in the Shadows by... Um, What's his name? Ty- Taika Waititi? Taika yeah. Waititi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how to say it. Doing Thor. Great. Doing Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. It looks really funny. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. Got Jermaine from Flight of the Concords in there. We should throw a horror recommendation to uh, I mean, watch the thing. get in the mood. That was going to be the assignment film for this month, but I've switched the it thing, to what great. we do in the shadows. Great. Which is a horror comedy. It's mostly yeah. a comedy. But it's horror. The thing. Perfect. The thing. Event Horizon. Dude, Event Horizon, Horizon messed me up for years. Excellent. I saw it when I was thirteen. Yeah. That sure. was like that was a that was like a choice point for me, like a tipping point, nexus point in my life. Yeah. I had the choice to watch Money Talks. I was at my friend Dustin Beestrom's house. Could have watched Mo- Money Talks or Event Horizon. Yeah. Which was Event Horizon, <laughs> oh and God. it ruined my life. Sam Neill. It ruined my life. I couldn't sleep for months. I love that movie. Oh, boy. Anyway. Uh, The Shining. Watch it. Yeah, watch The Shining. I would say The Descent if you haven't watched it. 10 out of 10. That has so many scares. One of my faves. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get through it. Yeah, it's a great movie. A lot of jump scares. I was watching it by myself, and there were so many jump scares. I was just like, ugh. But I want to finish it because I heard it's great. And it's like a classic phobia movie of being afraid of. It's like tough. Yeah, Also, The the uh, rebar coming through the windshield. I was like, ugh. Just mm -hmm. jump scares for no reason. Yeah. Also, obviously, like. The Exorcist is great, mm. and uh, Evil Polter Dead remake. Poltergeist. Here, I've got, wait, I've got a quote. I've got a quote. I've seen The Exorcist over a hundred times, and it keeps getting funnier every time I see it. Something like that. How's that? Am I qualified? I don't know what that is. Get out. No. <laughs> I am out. Get out. Sound like the TSA guy. Beetlejuice. Oh, oh God. Beetlejuice. Nice. Yeah. Here's here's another one. Okay. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder. Event Horizon. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, thank you for watching or listening. Uh, join us again next month. Reaction shots. We'll probably try to get some commentaries out, but it's just a busy month. There are a lot of games coming out. Crazy. Um, I'm on assignment for yeah, like a week and a half. Yeah, I'm going was, around the world. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's out of control. I'm go- traveling no back time. in time to ancient Egypt. Yeah. There's no time for so much fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're Easy Allies. Check us out on Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. EasyAllies.com. YouTube.com slash Easy Allies. Nice. YouTube.com slash Easy Allies, please. Yeah. Nice. Um, anyway, Do you guys you watch humor. horror movies in October with all the lights off except for a flickering candle inside of a pumpkin? Yes. Because it is my favorite thing to do. Uh-huh. I don't a, pe- a pumpkin with a pentagram carved into it. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm going to do a pentagram this year. Yeah, I do a pentagram. That's like sinister vibes. Yeah. You've got to draw a pentagram on the floor. Yeah. Sit in, in it. salt. Have some crystals around you just for security <laughs> reasons. Cast a, cast a protection spell before. Ring of salt around yourself. Pray to Gaia. Yeah. <laughs> Gaia. Gaia. <laughs> um, Don be praised. Don be praised. Uh, mm. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next month.